Hey guys, welcome back to the Unholy Trinity podcast. And we are joined today, as usual, by me, Jack Mariyama, aka twitch.tv slash Petrotus Gold. Let me plug course. my channel. Thank you very much. Good Fuck sir. you. I'm also joined by Jack Mariyama. Thank you very much. And now introducing. My name is Deo, or Z to the E to the F to the R to the O to the S. Which reminds me, S reminds me of SCL, which is me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Got a bit of an earthquake going on, mate. Yes, father. Yeah. What the fuck's happening? Like, legitimately? Yeah, I fucking know what's happening. Anyways. Crazy shit, crazy shit. Anyways. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, yeah. Imagine recording a podcast in the apocalypse where everything's falling apart. <laughs> yeah. Just the fucking wall falls apart. I was like, yeah. so anyways, what are we doing today? Yeah, that's a good question. Um... Well, we're going to be covering a bunch of things as usual. We're going to, well, as usual as it as per our new format. We're going to do I'm a sorry, few. Sorry, I can't take this seriously. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> well, anyway, uh, here's uh, our second episode for the Unholy yeah, Trinity yeah. podcast. Isn't that right, everyone? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yeah, well, so the show's format is well, we're going to talk about recommendations of some films that we saw over the week, which isn't that many because we've been busy. Uh, however, yes. Then we will cover some TV shows. Uh, might even sneak a video game in there, maybe. Video games. Uh, and we uh, for our big review segments, which will actually end up on our channel through our usual Through the Lens format, yes. we have Wealth by Night and Andor. Hey, yes, sir. And Partial then we Andor, have, right? Well, the yeah, one episodes one to five. Yeah, and then we've got uh, a little bit of a news segment at the end. We'll yeah. talk about a bit of the stuff. Anyway, let's start with some movie recommendations slash what I watched mm. this week. Um, start with I watched Do the Right Thing. Which is the classic Spike Lee film? Uh, did you know that the movie stars a young Giancarlo Esposito? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But that's very interesting. I thought it was quite the nuanced discussion of um, racial tension mm-hmm. and um, what it means to invoke change and the methods that we do so, um, like protesting, writing, sort of thing. Uh, the line between these things, and whether or not you are doing the right thing. And I thought it was quite an uh, interesting movie. I like the way it ends. Uh, not not a spoiler, but um, it ends with a quote from both Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Quotes that kind of contra- <laughs> contradict each other um, when it comes to yeah methods to evoke change. And I thought it was interesting to get both sides of that. Mm, awesome. um, the film's essentially about uh, a pizza restaurant and um, how Me. there's too many Italian pictures on the walls when they want more African American representation. And mm. so, um, Giancarlo is a pizza restaurant, to, yeah. Uh, boycott it. But I think the point is like, well, the, the, people, the, the people who own the restaurant are like legitimately racist. They're not Italian? They're Italian. The, oh, okay. The, the racist Italian, right? Those are two different things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mamma mia. Confusion. 
Okay. But um, okay. yeah, I thought it was quite a good movie and I would recommend it. Yeah. Now, up next, we have up. the finest of uh, dancing films, uh, Footloose, which Dio wants to talk hey, about. Hey, that's right. I just watched Footloose recently and uh, pretty sure it's from 1983. Came out in 1983, starring that one dude. I've got his name. Bacon, oh, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Bacon. He's great. Cracklin. Cracklin. Yeah. The interesting movie. Well, I quite liked it because it captures my whole vibe of 80s music. Oh, I thought because you just um, forbid everyone from dancing around you. That's that also that. Like, that and, also. Uh, how I Every time dance. I try and whip a nene in front of you, you're like, no, leave the room. I'm like, you're banned from this existence. Yeah. Playing a I'll whip you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, uh, classic movie. Most people know the movie. Your eighties uh, format of what you call it. I don't know. Fighting the system, man. Very, very oh, yeah. a Gen X thing of like, damn, man, the system. Yeah. But I guess the system this time around is a uh, unfair and a. Uh, pretty pretty uh understandable way but it's a, a bit of a fun movie about dancing and it's set in the in the in the boonies in the in yeah. the in the countryside yeah. i guess uh i'd give it a good score i'd give it like a seven so yeah that's got cool. the idea recommendation the recommendation yes what do you have next up? Lit fam. We've got another one from Mr. Dio, and that is Dune, the original. Ah, yes. Speaking of 80s movies, I also watched... Uh, Dune, your mom. Dune, Dune, your mom. Yeah, from in the 1981. Yeah, I've been doing your mom since the 80s. So. Mm. Yeah, I think it was earlier than Footloose, but like, you know, looking back at the old Dune after watching the new Dune a while back, I was like, yo, this show kind of lit. I like it better than the new Dune Damn. in a storytelling way because I'm a little baby and the, uh, the new Dune doesn't really explain anything to my baby brain. But this movie has a lot of narrative narrator moments and they do a lot of monologues. It appeals mm. to the lowest common denominator and yeah. <laughs> common denominator. Yeah. And you got the 80s vibes, you go, but uh, 80s vibes in... The fantasy setting, very much D&D like in that sense. Soundtrack done by Toto, the famous 80s band, so I like. Um, stories, well not story, pacing's all over the place, so that's one thing I can disapprove upon. But it's funny in a way, so I yes. kind of like it as well. Uh, Enjoying bad which movies? Is, is it Cappy? I guess so. Yeah, it's just like, oh, they're doing that now, but like in a, you know, a cheesy way, kind of thing. Would you say it was Childish Gambito's EP or album, Cap? I would, would say, say it's, it's quite the exact different. Same thing? Would you say that, dude, the '80s version is a Childish Gambito record? You could interpret it in that way. I see. I see. I'd, I'd say so. But yeah, you know, if you like your 80s movies, 80s flicks, and you're not taking it too seriously, if you're not a Dune fan, if you didn't read, read the Dune books like I did, and if you're a baby brain like I am, you would like it. 
Yeah. Little baby man, little baby. Let's go, go, go. All right. Well, thank you for that recommendation. Forgot the word. Yep. yep. All right. We'll move on to our one of our big sections of the podcast episode, and that is our yes. review of the Marvel special. I wasn't sure whether they categorized this as a TV show or a movie. It was like a special presentation, they called it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's Werewolf by Night. So, looking through the lens. Opinions <laughs> of three oh, friends. I forgot the most important thing. Oh, yeah, the record. Oh, the record. You have to do it with your mouth, bro. Like you did last night. Yes, All right. <laughs> Um, yes. Let's get started. Alright, so, boys, what's our first impressions of this latest? Oh, wait, we normally do, like, the synopsis of, like, who's in it, right? Yeah! Yes. We're all over what the is, place What is this show? Uh... What is that special presentation? Alright, distract. Somebody just talk about something film-related. Uh, cameras, lights, action. Whoa! That's basically well, all we... you need to know about this film. For real on God. Alright, Werewolf by Night, Werewolf by Night, Werewolf by Night. Directed by Michael five times. Gia, what's his name? Uh, it is directed by Michael Giacchino. Mm-hmm. Um, the synopsis follows, following, follows a leak, actually, no, a, I ligament. a lycanthrope superhero who fights evil using the abilities given to him by a curse brought on by his bloodline. Mm. Um, it stars Harriet Sadsabhar, name got cut off, um, Kirk R. Thatcher, Eugenie Bodurant, Leonardo Nam, Daniel J. Watts, Al Hamcher, Kerry Jones. He's just saying David. I'm just saying, point. yeah, okay, it stars a bunch of people, dude. Yeah. Um, oh, the main actor is Gail Garcia Bernal and Laura Donnelly. They're like the two maids of the... And also the person who did Black Chrysanthemum. What? The guy who did Black Chrysanthemum. Again, doing a public thing, but I forgot what his name was. Apologies. No worries, no worries. All right. With that, all of that formalities out of the way, sorry. What yes. are your first impressions? Oh. Oh, we got? Yes. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, do you always say ooh a lot throughout the movie? Every time anything happened, pretty much, it's always the <laughs> yep. ooh moment. Uh, no sniffing. Mm. Very... Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's sniffing. They said Among Us once. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah, oh, we, yeah. Just, we were just making Among Us jokes the entire time, <laughs> dude, like... Yeah. There is... <laughs> no, oh, no Squid Game. Squid Game. Oh, yes. Oh, the set seemed pretty Squid Gamey. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's a Squid Game Among Us Fortnite reference. That's the show. Yeah, it's for Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I say I really liked it. Mm. Um, a bit, a bit short, a little bit too short. I think would have liked to see it go for a bit longer, but uh, really doesn't feel like Marvel in my opinion, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, um, very different to what I completely expected. stands on its own. There's a little bit of a tide at the very start, I think. Um, when you get a little bit of an intro, but like, there's not much more, and I kind of dig it. Uh, very interesting blend of CG and practical. We were trying, to, we we're trying to figure out what was what. Um, we'll get more into that in the review, but um, I thought, it, I thought the story was okay. It's mm. all right. Not that 
not that interesting, but like it was it was okay. And um there were some cute moments. The ending was cute. <laughs> that was it for women. Yes. Any anything you guys want to add to these first impressions? Yeah, very much unlike Marvel. First off it's a MA fifteen oh, show, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh which is R in for if for Americans. Oh. Ah. So, you know, uh, a lot more violent things sh- uh, shown on screen. So that's interesting. And uh, this time around, they're going very styled, a, st- a stylized style for the, for the shooting, I guess. Yeah. Through that, through that. That's bad. All right. All right, let's, speaking of the shooting, let's talk about the cinematography a little bit. Oh. What are we thinking? Are we be changing the order? Probably not. I suppose we are. Oh, I mean, Wait, what do we normally do? We normally do, do action. Oh, but we can't talk about cinematography. We'll talk about that cinematography was, first, then we'll go. Because that was one of, like, the, the, the real standouts of this place, mm-hmm. where they really did some fun stuff with it. Yeah. Um, I'd say it doesn't feel very 30s with the cinematography. Yeah. Definitely. The actual, like, visual look is... But the cinematography itself is very modern. Yeah. And they go for cool stylistic stuff. Mm. Um, I really like, they do like insane sweeping shots that then become like a static shot. And then you get a big wide action sequence in it and stuff like yeah. that. Um, lots of rotating the camera and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess this is more editing, editing and visuals though. They're going for... Uh black and white film look this time around yeah and uh i'd say it look it looks nice but it's a mix of like modern camera modern camera look and the at the and the perceived film look so it's a bit of a mismatch in that sense yeah for me personally i think there's a reason it's to create like the ambiguity of time where we don't really yeah. know when it's taking place yes and like that's where it worked for me mm. um though yeah if yeah there were times when it was like even though it's an homage it is like it definitely feel it, it this doesn't actually really feel like that much of like an old movie mm. in terms of like actual feeling of the film with the cinematography um it's but very we'll much talk, talk more in editing and visuals about the way they try and make it. Still within the, the Marvel style of yeah. camera work, I guess. Yeah. I say this is more dynamic than your average Marvel movie. It's not yeah. just like Yeah. Mm. I think like uh yeah, great directorial debut and stuff with, with yeah. Two words. Oh yeah, did we talk about who's <laughs> the director? Yeah. Michael Giacchino, okay. right? Yeah. He's the guy who does soundtracks to lots of like Hollywood stuff. Oh, right. Did the Batman, which yep. we reviewed earlier this year. He also did the soundtrack for this film, which is why the soundtrack was really good. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about audio music now. No, yeah, I was just, I was just a segue. We could, we could do segue. Uh, we'll just jump back to acting because we wanted to cover that. All right, acting. I think solid performances all around. Mm-hmm. Um. I have no problems with the acting. No. It's all, all be good. I don't really know any of these actors for anything. Um, the um, the main guy did um, something. I forgot. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Very informative. Yes. Um, 
I dare say probably most of the actors have done something. Probably, maybe. Probably. Yeah. Don't quote me on anything. Yeah. I'm being done. Well, <laughs> the official quote of this um, thing is, he did something. He and, did something. Um, that is fact. We're sourcing that as yes. direct information. Um, yeah, so acting all good. Yes, yep. I liked it. All right, then we'll talk more about the writing of the thing. Um, that's where I, I feel it's serviceable. Like it's it's very bare bones, just like yeah, exposition. Yeah, it's a lot of exposition to ultimately get like a little bit of a battle royale thing going along. I won't spoil anything. It's the Fortnite reference. Um, they they kind of do some world building, but I don't think they do enough world building. So I'm not really sure, like. Marvel are going to continue exploring this world or not. Mm. I assume they would do stuff with, like, Blade and this more supernatural stuff. But, like, yeah, it was it was serviceable. Um, don't really remember any of the characters, I'm going to be honest, except for the main ones. The, Who's the... Ted? Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about Ted in the spoilers, I yeah, think, right. but, like, yeah. Um, yeah. Writing was alright. Um, one thing I did like though is there wasn't like that Marvel style of uh, goofy, um, yeah. jokey writing. In fact, I'd say this isn't like a dry script, like compared to uh, we'll get we'll talk about Andor later. But like <laughs> this one, I feel like there's not really any jokes, but there are some. But like they're in universe jokes, yeah, more, and they have a couple of actual visual gags as well. Mm-hmm. Um, funny one with a um, like a grenade thing, which um, Thomas we were watching it with um, yeah, our friend Thomas, and he was going, "Oh, that's pretty funny." Which yeah, um, yeah, I thought it was just very refreshing in that sort of way. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, any yeah, anything else to comment on the writing about? No. Nope. No. All right, we'll talk about the editing of visuals then, which is one of the key aspects of this, without a doubt. Um, they're going for that 30s look with the black and white. Um, uh, they even put, like, little cigarette burns in the oh, yeah. corner of the screen at times. Which I thought was, yeah. Um, the, they do use a lot more practical effects, specifically mm-hmm. with the main werewolf. I won't spoil anything, but the werewolf doesn't look CG. Might have had some CG touch up, but like, might have. It, it, I, I, I went, yeah, actually, I'll talk about it spoilers, but it reminds me of another werewolf from something else that I must comment on. Mm, but, I don't um, know about that. Um, without spoiling too much, flashing lights and shadow scene, yeah, practical, all practical. Oh, because like that, are we thinking of the same? Like, well, there was only one scene where it was like the shadows moving and but the yes, flashing lights. That's that all was practical. really cool. That was yeah. one of my favorite shots of the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, some really cool stuff there. Um, uh, I I can only think of like one very noticeable use, two very noticeable uses of the CG, which was just like one was because they use, um, well, it's in the trailer, I guess, so they use a bit of magic. Mm-hmm. There's some like power blasts and shit, you know, like that sort of thing. Um, and there is a creature in the film that I won't spoil, but yep. there is definitely CG. Also, but there possibly are... a blend as well, because like, possibly blend. I think, I think for like actual interaction with actors, they would use like some sort of 
puppet yeah. or like constructed. Oh, that it definitely wasn't puppet. Yeah, and they I'm definitely guessing... CGI'd the face. That's the only thing. Yeah, I was like because okay, that probably... what we're talking about with the monster that was um, motion captured by the person who played Black Crescenton in Boba Fett. Oh, oh interesting. Um, there were noticeable CGI slip-ups. Um, I definitely noticed at least two. Is it spoilers or bugs? Oh yeah, random bugs. Because yeah, I think that's it's it's hard when like they're doing just like practical. Yeah. And I guess they came to play yeah, I know debris and stuff. For some context, this isn't really spoilers, but like, um, there's a scene where they're like at like a uh, what's it called? A mortuary. Mortuary. Yeah. And he gets some spiders crawling around, and it's they are uh, mm-hmm. definitely digital spiders. Yeah, yeah. But um, overall, I think it's pretty visually impressive. Yeah, better than recent Marvel outings. Mm. Yeah. Watch our past reviews. Just joking, because we haven't done reviews on this. Uh, I touched upon She Hulk last week. But, like, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Sorry. She Hulky. Anything you guys want to add for the editing of visuals? So that's about everything, I think. Yeah, but think... also the cigarette burns, like in the like top corners. Yeah. Um. With so I saw that the like purposeful like burns in the film to indicate to who I was doing the film compositing like this is the end of the act. The next reel is for the next act. Uh-huh. So I, I don't forget how they do it. My cigarette burns, but yeah, cigarette yeah, burns. Yeah, I are... think it is cigarette burns. Yeah. yeah, and that's how they indicate. Back then, oh, this is the next reel of tape for the new act. That's very interesting. Yes. Can you guess where I sourced all this information from? Um, Is it someone rocking on? Is it a new... Maybe. Potentially. Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) Uh, Did you want to add anything? No, I think you you guys covered it all. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll talk about the music soundtrack stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Because uh, our Mr. Director was also Mr. Uh, soundtrack guy. Yep. Yeah. A lot of throwbacks to the old horror films. Yeah. That's where I think it felt the most um, 30s accurate was yeah. with the music. Mm. And yeah, I very fitting. Yeah. Good stuff. Had like the psycho violin scene in Mish music at one point. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. <laughs> Easy. Um, I guess anything, guys, you want to add on spoilers before we talk about spoilers? Hmm. Hmm. Nothing's good. Are you good? Yeah, I think we're set. All right. Spoilers. How do you want to do the edits? Let's just all do a spoilers then. All right. Three, two, one. Deum, 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 deum. What is up? Hell yeah. <laughs> Alright, what spoilers are we dying to get out of here? I just remembered one thing, so I'll just quickly jump in and say, um, the female lead, Black Widow choreography, bro, like, entirely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing uh, all the leg whips and all yeah. of that shit, doing the takedown, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. See, that's the thing our buddy Ibsy was complaining about. Yeah, it was it? Thomas. Oh, was it Thomas? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Thomas doesn't like the leg whips. What was mysterious it? Thomas figure. Yes. Yeah. But I guess it's a uh, well. It's beca- it's become typical by now, I guess, in terms of female choreography. Mm. Yeah, but, well, more just Black Widow. 
to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Just I guess the 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 Black Widow fame. But I think it's it still fits in this setting. Yeah. Because mm. they all have pretty distinct like rolling styles, like signature weapons. Well, they're not like signature to the people themselves because they find the weapons around, right? Yeah. But like, mm. yeah. Also, with Michael Giacchino, he's specifically wanted not to join the line between violence and like the use of guns. Because guns, they weren't fired ever, I don't think. Yes, there was. Right One. at the end. Yeah. Right. But was it actually fired? I don't think so. Oh, no, because man thing comes. Oh, yeah. It stopped that, right? Yeah. Yeah, stopped yeah. that. So, not a single gunfire. But see the fire of Blunder. Because mm. I've been playing uh, Freedom Cry, and that's what the big. Watch is. Eric Voss's video. Watch New Rockstar's breakdown of it. For, um, because he did, he, like, Eric Voss actually interviewed uh, Michael Giacchino. Yeah. And the female lead. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry. But yeah, like it, it's his statement on, um, like violence in this film, yeah. having it all stylistic as opposed to just people shooting guns at each other. And it was incredible. Like the action sequence with the werewolf killing all the guys. Yes, fucking amazing. One of the best action sequences in Marvel, in my opinion, mm. mainly because it was gory. But like, also like great cinematography, great choreography, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say, um. Yeah, the director of this film actually debuted at Fantastic Fest earlier this oh. year. So this is actually a film festival film. Right. And um, cool. he talked about, like, how he'd always wanted to direct, but, like, he became a composer and then kind of... But the dream never went away. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he got That's the opportunity awesome. to direct, which is great. Cool. That's cool stuff. Um... Uh, don't think this really matters, but at the start, we get a little bit of an Avengers nod. But the narrator, we get this, like, mm. drawn thing of the Avengers that, like, this is the world you know. Now mm. this is all the other stuff. And I don't think we ever really get a clear indication of, like, where this is taking, where and when this is taking place. We'll try to kind of judge it based on the clothing. Because I don't, oh, don't yeah. think it takes place in the 30s because no. the female lead's character is jacket is way too modern. No, it's not. It's, that style has been around for a while, mate. So it could be, like... From twentieth century ish styling, which is anyway. Sure, but it was I don't know because Black Widow wears a similar jacket to that. In, yeah, but it's um, just like a fucking war. coat jacket. It's just style. a bomber jacket. Yeah, bomber jackets going out back to the World War Two. So bombers. I'd say at least well post World War Two then, at least if we're going fashion wise. Yeah, but she's also be. wearing just the t shirt. I think yeah, the t shirt. So unless she was a hipster yeah. in the seventies, yeah. 70s. yeah. Likely to be recent years. Yeah. Um, what else was there? Uh, oh, yeah, I was going to say uh, the werewolf looks like a Teen Wolf character, which, like, hey. Loki might have been the actual inspiration for the design because it's like, if you watch Teen Wolf, it's like they they do so, they got like hairy humans kind of with funny faces. That's kind yeah. of like which is what they kind of go with this one. Do you know about the comic book origins of Werewolf by Night? By no, but I do know that Midnight debuted Werewolf by Night. Yes. That's the one thing I was like, Midnight may appear. Mm -hmm. But uh, he did, but which is fine. But like, yeah. Werewolf by Night in the comics, from what I've vaguely seen, 
there's also been two incarnations, <coughs> two different werewolf finites for yeah. different comics. Um, been a while, been been a thing for a while. Um, yeah. has had comic book design going back several decades. Yeah, because um, Marvel was like very into capitalizing on the supernatural stuff back in the day. Yeah, it was actually like one of the like first major genres even before um the camera saying something it's probably saying like it's splitting the clip or something. can you read uh, oh that makes sense yeah yeah um anyway back to that uh yeah they've been it's been around for a while because Bob was big into supernatural stuff yeah 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 cool yeah. uh do we do we know what like the magic item really was like do Originally, it was an Infinity Gem, basically, in the comic. We were thinking it could have been the Reality Stone, but it, like, in MCU canon, it wouldn't make sense, because no. that's the ether. And, and the, it, what relation would that have with monsters, basically? Yeah. So, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Originally, it was related to the Infinity Stones in the comic, however. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, they said stone, when they're like... Stone? They're like, oh, we got to get the stone out. And they were like, oh, well, it's they, said, they kept saying Bloodstone. That's their name. But yeah, it's the Bloodstone. Yeah. Stone, bro. Um, uh, Squid Game. Oh, Squid the, Game. They do a kind of Squid Game set. sets. So, like a maze thing. Yeah. A labyrinth, if you would. Yeah. All right, going back to the stone. In the, since the majority of the, the episode was in black and white, except for the stone, yeah. which is a red. Yeah. The darkness. Well, the darkness of the redness. It, get, like, it get, also gave me the vibes of, like, chaos magic. Because yeah. Um, yeah. at the end, like, because Wanda's magic is chaos magic, and yeah. she does the same thing they do at the end of the movie, where it changes to color. Mm. So I was like... Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of connection or something. Yeah. Magic relics be relicking. And the the bloodstone came from a book, right? Mm, it was kept inside a book, yeah. just as like a holder. I was thinking like, could it be something related to like magic hold. text and like dark hold and stuff like that? Which um, very much might well be. That could just be for like not foreshadowing but like relating the two books together. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Yes. Um, but also comment on it's like yeah that one scene of um him transforming into the werewolf and they do the mm. shadows of the wall that was so cool. There was an incredible like, like good visual clarity because um for if audiences don't know um it's never shot like actually like it's Obviously, there is color in real life, so they have to paint the sets in a different way for the black and white to contrast well. Right. Yeah. So they're never just straight up shooting it in black and white. Mm. It's always specific design. Um, if you watch the behind the scenes of WandaVision, like the right. apartment's like blue and white or something because they have okay. to, because of the black and white contrast. Cool. And that's why, yeah, good visual clarity in the way they do black and white. Nothing's like obscured or anything unless they want it to be. Um, very good looking, yeah. Yeah. Like Dio. Thank you. You know how it'd be. Uh, is there any... Oh, we'll Ted. talk about Man Thing a bit more, because okay. we yeah. can cover that. Um, who they refer to as Ted. In this film. Very cute. Um, yeah, I thought Man Thing was just 
Very wholesome text. Yeah. They have a cute little moment at the end there where mm-hmm. he, he builds a hut, makes some coffee, which for some reason I was watching with Ibrahim, and Ibrahim predicted that he would be drinking coffee at the end. That was like really a weird prediction, but he got that right. I think it's because of the camping setting. It's like, oh. And it's in no, no, before that, like at the end so? of the film, a bad thing appears to kill the lady. Like, now he's going to go off and grab a coffee, and then he will oh, off yeah, and grab yeah, coffee. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the comics, the mad thing was originally a human scientist turned into a thing. Yeah. And the scientist him to death. That's where they got their name from. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, also, we were wondering, I don't know if you have any information on this, was Swamp Thing or Mad Thing created first? Because I think they may be parallels of each other, the MCDC kind of parallel way. Yeah. But, um, yeah. As sure. they do. Yeah. Uh, mad-, mad Thing was created in a swamp basically he went on a scientific ex and then he got fused with the swamp basically that's what happened to swamp things so there we go yeah pretty much um i like the the very detailed design Mm. of uh, man thing was like the tendrils on him move and like Mm. he got like yeah cool yeah so i wanted like for close-ups i assume definitely they would have used practical and then cgi probably moving tendrils yeah yeah but um Awesome. Good stuff. That is. Do we... Yeah. That seems like the end spoiler thing, right? Yeah, we can we'll go. go. We'll go into the final verdicts. We'll work our way from the right side. Or the left for our viewer perspective, maybe? Is it? Uh, yeah. yeah oh, left actually, he's on the right there, but he's on the left over here. Right. Oh, no, we're going we'll from start, we'll start with Dio. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wait, uh, it's a fun watch. Uh... In time for your Spooktober madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting Ooh. and nice visual things going on. The black and white, the homage to old uh, horror films. Let's say it's a good watch. I recommend. I give it a seven. Give it a seven? Mm. Give it a nine, just because. Yeah, to be honest, I was also more in the room for an eight or a nine, probably an eight. <clears throat> like it's it's literally under an hour so like yeah it's not much investment you can just pop it on watch yeah. for 50 minutes and then yeah okay Bing, that's an average of a is that eight uh yeah. okay. seven, seven point, something. Something. seven point seven we're rounding okay okay right um hi guys you may have noticed that we have miraculously switched Clothes. What happened there? Did a wardrobe change? Timelines jump. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we did run out of time filming the second half, but now that's what we're gonna do. And without further ado, let's just jump into TV shows that we've been watching. TV. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I don't. Mm. I haven't got anything down for you guys having watched anything this week. Mm. But um, except for one thing, which we will get to. Yeah. Uh, but as for me. I've been watching House of the Dragon. I think we're on episode seven or eight now. Uh, it's fucking good. Like, easily the best show on TV, I, I'd say. And I highly suggest this. Even if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, check this one out. It's I good. Um, this week, we, um, we had what uh, me and Nels like to call a Gemma family dinner, which is um, a reference to how Gemma did a Twitch stream where he hired, like, actors to pretend to be his family and have dinner, and it gets yeah. more uncomfortable. 
And um, that's kind of what they did with Half the Dragon this week, Uncomfortable mm-hmm. Dinner. Mm-hmm. It actually got very emotional and I um, began to tear up a little bit. Um, it was so uncomfortable, you had to cry about it. Yeah, that, that was just like one kind of touching moment, mm-hmm. which is apparently yeah. improv, but I don't believe that, to be honest. Like, I, I don't know. But um, yeah. Depends if you think the writers are good enough to create something like that. I, I feel like the so. writers would, like, yeah. Like, it's, like, Marvel's... Like, the writing for this show is, like, miles better than, like, literally anything else on TV. Kilometers better. Especially yeah. the other show, which I wanted to uh, just give a little update on, which is She-Hulk. <laughs> yes. We're up to, I think, episode seven, because eight is the last one. Or it's eight, and the last one's nine, I can't remember. By the way, the finale is next week. Uh, this recent one, I will... Uh, I won't spoil directly because it's recent, but um, I'll just touch around things. But um, this is the Daredevil episode. Um, I I have mixed feelings about it. I like seeing Daredevil back. Um, he does things that are out of character, but it's not probably not what the audience would think that I think. It's hard to talk about spoilers. Well, this isn't really a sp- okay. If you really want spoilers, just skip like skip like 30 seconds ahead in this um, podcast but um they he touches like he kind of just reveals his secret identity to she-hulk and then talks about why it's important to have a secret identity which kind of contradicts itself and contradicts the show um they also use nostalgia bait because when daredevil says i'm daredevil the netflix theme like the daredevil theme plays in the background um there is a really cool daredevil fight scene though which felt pretty netflix um, like it gets like pretty violent. At one point, a guy's on the ground, and then Daredevil just keeps beating him up anyway. So that that's pretty Daredevil violence. Yeah. Um, he's a bit quippier than he is in the TV show, though. Like I initially hated it a lot more, but then I rewatched some of the show, and it's like, oh, he's somewhat funny in the Netflix show, but like he's uh, quite a bit quippier here. The dynamic between him and She-Hulk's a little bit weird, in my opinion, but I don't know. A lot of people seem to like it. This is the best-rated episode of the show. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't think the season finale is going to be very good, and um, I would elaborate more on why, but the ending of um, this episode... So, like, the episode kind of ends, and then the, the She-Hulk goes, Hey, you thought this was the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to text saying, Who is this? Because I texted someone from work saying I'm taking your shift when's it starting. <laughs> Never mind. Who is but this? anyway, <laughs> who are yeah, you? You can look on the you. fucking. You can look at the group chat. But um, sorry, what was I saying? Um, yeah. Um, fuck. You might need to edit my pondering out. Ah. Uh, fuck. I'm for words. Oh uh, yes. Um, the ending of this episode. Um, she's like, oh, you thought this was the end. But why is it still going on? And that was my thought as well. <laughs> because it does like a tease for the next episode. And it's a end? really bad, like, the way they're doing the finale and the villain and stuff. And it's really, really bad. Mm. I, I was initially like pretty optimistic about the show, like going in watching a few episodes. But now I don't really like the show. And I can kind of, I can see what people are saying about it. In terms mm. of like, it's not that funny and like... It's kind of just boring, to be honest. That's my main problem with it. Even the Daredevil episode was exciting. Exactly. But um, I assume, hopefully, we all end up having watched the eight episodes by next episode of this thing, and we'll probably do that for our big, yeah, big section. Yeah, probably if I find the time. But anyway, yeah. 
All right. Speaking of the big section of this one, our second mm. big section, we'll talk about a TV show we all watched, which was Andor episode one to five. Yay. As of recording yeah. this, five is the most recent episode. However, a new one <laughs> comes out tonight. So we'll probably mm. update you guys next week. Hell yeah. But. Excited for that. Yeah. What are we thinking about? And oh, let's go first impressions, right? First impressions. Yeah. First impressions. Kind of started off in a direction for me, and then kind of I don't know I don't know where I went after that. Oh, I'm I'm looking the same boat, kind of. Yeah, I think that like it was, I I like the start of it. I thought it was pretty interesting, and I and thought then, it was a different direction to what I'm normally used to from Star Wars. Yeah, definitely, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And then it, it and then it went back, which I'm not <laughs> angry about. I'm just like, hmm. well, it didn't really go like I don't know. The like episode five itself was kind of literally nothing happening. That's because Dean and I watched that one together, and mm, we we're just going yeah. like, because like ninety percent of the show is just build up. Like mm. the first two episodes are build up, yeah. But the third episode, big yeah. set piece and stuff, and this, um, the next two episodes are also build up. I can't mm. actually remember what happens in episode four. He uh, he gets to the planet place right, and then he meets all the crew and. Then episode five is just like There's more tension with the crew and tension and like high setup. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah. setup proper build up. So yeah. the, this week's episode should be the actual highest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I think the 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 show is it's very slow. Mm. I'd say, yeah, and like it did take me a little bit to get through. Until I kind of found the tone of what they were going for, and then I was like, okay, I kind of dig this, because it's a lot, it's a very grounded Star Wars, that's kind of like the mm. best way, it's like Rogue One if it was like ten times darker, and I will talk spo- we'll talk spoilers, but um, this is pretty fucking dark, like, yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> actually, yeah, I actually wouldn't recommend this for children. No. Yeah. No. But they have plenty of robots. They do have funny. I love the robot. The robot's so good. Yeah. Sassy robot. Mm. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a lot of um. What happens? It's actually not even a lot of what happens with the rebels right now because we're not there yet. It's more of what's happening. The the resistance before the rebels. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know what I have to say without spoilers. It's um, it's like Loki, a bit of a what do you what do you call it? Like a crime drama at the start. I think, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. Mm. it does change direction in episode three. I think when they yep. introduce a new character, then it gets a bit more. I don't know. Has a kind of a, I don't know a solo vibe to it even. Never like where they do a lot of there's the shootouts and they go mm. to a spaceship and stuff like that. And it's like a putting together a team sort of vibe, yeah, which is yeah. for, uh, if you've seen Solo, I'm, you've seen Solo, right? Pretty sure I did, but I don't remember the main much thing of that is they do high stuff in that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of gives me that vibe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> do you have anything more to add? Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot <laughs> to say. Yeah, I like this show. <laughs> it's it's a good one. It's probably the best Star Wars content I've seen since Mandalorian. Does that sound about right? Uh, 
I mean, what? I, like early episodes have been pretty good. We had Kenobi and oh. we had um, Boba Fett. Yeah, but then, I don't know, Boba Fett went downhill. And Kenobi, I didn't really like that Kenobi's much. a bit so like, average, I guess. There's, yeah. there's not, not a great. big sample size to really choose from. Yeah. Which is probably fine. it's it's on top there. Yeah, yeah. I'd say this is almost on par with Mandalorian. The only thing mm. is, like, this one's kind of less fun, I guess. That's fun, mm. but like, this is the one that feels more like a well-written TV drama. Yeah, yeah. To the point yeah. where sometimes it can be a bit overly derivative of other things, and not feel as Star Warsy. But like, mm. I don't know. It's just very different and i like that in a time where like star wars is like kind of the same stuff mm. repeating because they like nostalgia and stuff yeah, and this yeah, one's yeah, like yeah. there's not a lot of references to stuff we know other than like the political tensions of the times mm-hmm. less, we'll yeah. get into this maybe yeah uh we can talk about the acting then yes that yeah uh, Diego Luna. I liked him in Rogue One. I like him here. Don't remember the Rogue One, to be honest. Damn. I, 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 I remember the cool yeah. scenes. Yeah. I don't remember much else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, we've got other characters in it too. We have, um, Bix. Was that her name? Yeah. I liked her. I liked her character. Um, I can't really talk spoilers because I don't really know where it's going with her. But um, I liked her when she was there. Yeah, um, the Aunt Petunia actress played um the old lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she was really good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I even like the um. I guess you could say antagonist. He's not. Well, I guess he's an antagonist in the way that. In the technical terms of Cassie, the protagonist, and he's the guy opposing him. Okay, he'd be the antagonist, but like he's kind of the, one of the main characters of his own story. Yeah, and Salty I thought he's played Rando. Very well. Yeah, we call um, salty suck up is what um a podcast I listen to called. Hey, but um, I'm professional. Yeah, he. I know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I we'll get more into the actual characters in the writing, but like. Yeah, the act. I don't think there are any weak performances all around. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think they're, they're pretty good. All right, lit fam. Moving on, let's talk about the writing more. Um, it's it's it's. I think we already kind of touched upon it. It's kind of slow, but like, ultimately, yeah, I'm pretty invested. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. I think episode five was the weakest in my opinion because like nothing really happened and I I wasn't that invested in episode five. It was just a lot mm. of setup, but um I still feel like the the new characters we don't we don't have any time to be invested in the, in the new characters and whatever drama they're talking about, right? Yeah. I, I'd say that the um Bix is interesting, but like um mm. once again more spoiler stuff, I just don't know where her character is going. Yeah. Um, I like, um, oh, I forgot to mention, um, what's his name? Skarsgård. The guy who plays, um, you guys know what I'm talking Did about. Did we ever get his actual name? I, yes. It's like Luther or something. Yes, Luther. Yeah. Um, or was that just an alien? 
Could Which be. Which is probably spoilers. Yeah, because yeah. he has a very interesting yeah. thing. Yeah. And um, we'll talk more about the spoilers, but I, I like his character. Um, I like Cassian. I think there's, like, plenty of um, room for him to grow as a character, and, like, his arc is just beginning. Um, it's going to be interesting because it's actually renewed for a second season. Oh. So we're not going to get to, Ro- we're actually not going to get to, like, Rogue One by the end of this one. Right. Um, they said K2SO will appear in the second season, I think. Uh, so, like, we're not even going to get K2SO in this one. We might yeah. get him at the end or something. Um, there is another, there is one Rogue One character who is in this one, but it's spoilers, I guess. Um, yeah. Do you know what to talk about? I think so. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, the writing's, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Lots of drama, lots of tension, uh, riveting stuff, and I like the perspective of the villain. I think mm. the villain is really good, because they're not really a villain. Mm-hmm. And, like, like the best villains are the ones who don't think themselves as the villains and think they're doing the right thing. I think in terms of his character, he's kind of right. He's, like, like arguably he is right. He's doing what he should be doing, as is his duty. I guess for some context, because this is really spoilers, but the villain is like basically a police officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just trying to solve the crime, which will solve a crime, but it will, will remain unspecific. Um, and I think that it's like, yeah, it's, it's his, also he feels strongly about it because um, certain stuff involved with it relates to his profession as a cop, I guess. And, um, Spoilers. Yeah, we'll talk about spoilers. Yeah. We can but I think that's good writing in terms of the villain as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, anything good else you want to add about writing? Not really. Alright, moving on. Uh, uh, cinematography. This is alright. Yeah. This is alright. I think that this one's definitely one of the better looking series in general. The, um, we'll, get, we'll talk more about visuals, I guess, and editing visuals, but like, First episode, I think. It looks better than, like, Obi-Wan and, um, the one before. Like, there's no funny CG or anything, as far Mm. as I can recall. So, So they don't have any creatures. And it might have even been, like, shot on location. Mm. Like, they, I think, I feel like they shot it, like, in Europe or something. With the green landscapes and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, I'm happy to inform you guys there are no desert planets in this one. Hmm. Fuck yeah. 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 True, true. Got more varied stuff. When are we going to Hoff again? Also, um... Oh, oh yeah, that would be a nice place to revisit. Christmas we'll episode. We'll go there on vacation. Yes. Three. We'll go to yes. Hoff, yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, uh, the action sequence in episode three, which is kind of the only action sequence, other than, like, some flashback stuff. Um, that was nice. Yeah. Good, good, well shot. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. Um, oh, episodes, episode three is very much like a, almost like a war movie thing. Yeah. In, and we'll, uh, yeah. That's, we'll, yeah. more stuff to say about spoilers, but like, yeah, I, I definitely see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, anything more to say? No. All right. Editing and visuals, I guess we already touched on it. I think the CGI and stuff, when it's used, is good. Not really anything well, is there any big CGI set? Not really. I mean, Unless... I assumed everything, like, ships and stuff are obviously CG. And perhaps yeah. big structures. Yeah, and backgrounds and stuff yeah. that would have CG in them. But mm. it's not the main focus, and it's not 
anything that's taking yeah. up part major bit of the scene. Yeah. Because in the previous shows, like the more the most noticeable like CGI thing is just like creatures. Creatures. Yeah. Which this show doesn't have yet. Yeah. No. There was some in the first scene, only as for always. They could just, yeah. 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 Minimal effort had to be actually like invested into the CGI. For this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um. Well. Audio, sound, music. Fine. Yeah. The Andor theme is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't remember much of the music there. It's not as memorable as the Boba theme or the Mando <laughs> theme. Yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah. Fett. Yeah. That's about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we'll get onto the spoilers for this. We oh, got the recorder. But it's all right. Three, two, one. Highway to the spoilerism. Lit fam, moving on. Alright, so what are we going to talk about? It's like, you're saying it's like, kind of like a war movie. We have a guitar here, we could have... War movie. Yeah, because you got a lot of, um, you see casualties and stuff. Yeah, and then... And the rebels are fucking terrorists. That's why, like, I kind of agree uh, with the, the police guy, because they are kind of... They're, they're terrorists in this one. But the police be, like, you know... They shit. They're, like, low-key, like... It, it, it's like a it's, a... it's a real Gotham PD situation here, mm. where the higher-ups don't really give a shit. They're like, don't investigate these murders. Yeah, yeah. But then the Mr. Mr. Salty Suck-Up... Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, yeah. But at first, I thought he was doing it just to like for his uh, career benefits. You know, no. no. Was he like morally invested? Yeah, that's why yeah. Oh, he wouldn't defy his captain to, because that would not be good for his career. That would be the opposite. Because mm. that's, what he does. That that's why morally... he gets fired because he yeah. defied the captain. I started to see that he's more very morally invested is when like he he gets to see like the actual battle and how it causes casualties and yeah stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, because he initially starts off as because the cops don't really do anything. I think is the point, but then like when this murder happens because two police officers are murdered, right? That's yeah. the that's the point of the thing. Um, and then he's like, "Well, we got to do something about it because." They're cops. It's not really the fact. I feel like if it was just regular people, he wouldn't have cared. See, that's another thing. That's like, oh, so you only care if it's cops, hey? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I feel like that's a, a character flaw that's already been shown there. But then he starts to realize later on that, like, the cause. Yeah. Of, you know. Yeah. So, like, arguably, he should have, he shouldn't have done it, investigated. But, like, morally, he is right to investigate it. Yeah. But yeah, oh, the back to the war movie bit, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really... I, want, I do want to touch back on this yeah. because they do spend like the first scene of that we know this guy is just him being grilled by his captain, being like the captain actually accurately guessed what happened really. Yeah. So yeah. and then we see like oh this guy knows what happened, so it leaves him conflicted as to oh. This probably happened, but I morally, yes, um, I have two police officers that died. Yeah. That's the moral right thing to do. But also, we get the we get the side of where it's like we don't need to investigate this because we already know what happened, yeah. and we're just two guys got drunk. 
Mm. So it leaves us. Well, at least so, to me. well, he kind of gave a cover up story. Exactly. Well, yeah. But if to me it was like we spent the first episode seeing how this guy um, gets turned down and like gets the logic said to him about why why investigating this is the wrong thing to do, and then he goes to do it anyways. Yeah. 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 And like the captain was right because that's yeah. what happens. But um. Yeah, you get to that particular scene later on with um when Andor and Luther are escaping, and uh-huh. they blow up the thing, and like the way they do the the thing, it's actually really nice because you see his aspects of his investigation and like he's that they've actually really led before properly. Yeah, he's yeah, never yeah, been yeah. on the field, and you can tell that. He's a bureaucracy um, guy. In fact, like, yeah. most of the cops don't really want to go out. Like, when he goes to tell the dude to do his job and find who the suspect could be, like, they don't really want to do it either because I assume, based on this world, crime is the crime rate's probably pretty high and it's pretty normal for these things to happen. Yeah, and also, like, they're not actual, actually cops. They're, like, security guards for a particular corporation in that planet we were yeah. on. But then... then but they have the jurisdiction but to do an investigation. But there's something so under like, the yeah. Empire and stuff, which yeah, we get the into in episode, yeah. later episodes. Yeah. But, um... And then they, when they, the public looked at it, it's like, oh, the Blues are here. Yeah. Like, the, um... Security people. Security yeah. people, but under the Empire yeah, yeah, yeah. are here. Why the fuck are they here? Yeah. yeah. These, these, these royal cunts. Yeah. Why are they here? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and it's cool. You see him give his speech to his... Uh, platoon, and I, it felt very intimate and personal, but which they is why. Impressed. Sorry, what? When he gave the speech, they were well. Which the first speech, like when they're in the shuttle or something, they were in. Yeah, they weren't very impressed. This platoon. Yeah, when but like the point speech. is, he, yeah, because yeah, he, 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 he hadn't learned anything. But he's like still, he respects yeah, all yeah, of yeah. them, and like he kind of, he's kind of getting to know them a little bit. And mm. then you get the big attack, and they fucking die. And then, like, it, essentially, he gets PTSD from it. Yeah, because he's yeah. You know, slammed by the reality yeah. of uh, not war, but a battle, I guess. Yeah. Which is, like, I think when I saw Rogue One, I praised that for its real, like, mm. realistic-ish take on war in the Star Wars universe. I think this does it <clears throat> better. Yeah. Because you see the psychological impact of... And, like, you do... The rebels are pretty much terrorists. Like, yeah, because yeah, the current is, government at the time is the yeah. Empire, and they're fighting against it. Yeah. Just like any revolutionary group yeah. in the real world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty stuff. Uh, one of the things that to touch upon, we find out more about Cassian's origins. Yes. Um, they've got a little bit of a, what would you call it? What's it called? Like all the, the, the adults are all gone in there. All the just children. Home alone. <laughs> we got a home alone situation. Yeah. yeah. But uh, with a band of kids on Canary, right? Yep. Yep. I can't remember what they said about its origin in Rogue One because it's, I know oh. that this stuff is a reference to Rogue One and about how he lies about his origin or something. I can't, I don't know the exact thing. But um, there is something there. Um, do we th- think they are actually native to Canari? Because Maybe. the 
I saw a theory that potentially since they have no parents, they, they might have got marooned somewhere. there or something. And then the Maybe. parents went off and died somehow. Maybe they were the miners or something because they talked about how it made a mining facility out of it previously. Yep. Maybe there was a mining accident or something. Mm. Like, there is an interesting element of mystery there, which then they, perhaps will they turned into a tribal thing. Tribal. Yeah. Society. They even created their own languages, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like how they didn't do, use subtitles, so it was, like, purely yeah, yeah, yeah. your inference of what's going on in the scene. Um, I like, I like all the, the, yes, the thing about the flashback scenes that Boba Fett just could not do was make them both, like, both the future stuff and the backstory stuff equally interesting and mm. have them in ways that complemented each other about, like, what was going on. Like, for example, he's in a ship that reminds him of the time in his backstory that was, he was in the ship and stuff like that. Well, I guess Boba's kind of connection with the president passes, like, Weapon, isn't it? Yeah, but it was fucking boring. Yeah. It's like, like, the past like, is the more interesting, interesting stuff than, than was the, the past, yeah. and the fucking future Emily. stuff was bullshit. Yeah. Um, Emily. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I wanted to also touch upon uh, Luffy is interesting because yeah. he's a, um, what would you call him? Member of like the. He's a, he's not a member. He's a, he's a. Leaders. Jewelry, jewelry guy. Yeah, antique. But he has a but lot like of connections the with Empire. the with the Senate. Yeah. Do, is it? And there's still the Republic. Yeah. He's, he's a high actually. class dude. Yeah. And speaking of Senate, we get the character which I was saying was uh, she's in Rogue One and that's mm. um on Mothra, right? Mm -hmm. name? Yeah. And she's played by a different actress in this one. Mm. Younger, interesting stuff for a dynamic with her husband. Dynamic with Luther, they all know each other. She funds the resistance. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I also like seeing um, Coruscant again. Oh, yeah, yeah, we haven't yeah. seen it since um, the Episode prequels three, probably. Yeah. Which I want to know because I haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched well, the so that's like um, for, it, yeah. for some context. Then, do you know what Coruscant is? Yes, I know. What okay, cool. Yeah, but it's, it's it's interesting to see that again under control of the Empire, because I don't think we've no. seen that before, maybe in a TV mm. show or something, but I don't I don't keep up with the clone how clone was Rebel. No, Rebel. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any other spoilers you guys wanted to address? We good? Yeah. Oh, we get a bit of family drama with the oh, yeah. Senator Lady. Yeah. I don't know if it's going anywhere or if, if it's relevant to anything. Does, her husband doesn't know, right? Husband doesn't know, and like yeah. kids, the kid hates her. Yeah. Yeah. That has been established. Yeah, a lot more backstory for her character than I would have thought. Yeah, mm -hmm. even more than Luther. Yeah. Bit, oh, yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I think we're getting into more. I say. well, I'm thinking that she would be relevant in future episodes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably going to last till the second season because she's in Rogue One. Yes. Luther, though, maybe not. Luther. Well, that's the interesting thing. We've yeah, got a bunch yeah, of characters yeah, yeah. and they're all expendable because they're not in Rogue One. So they mm -hmm. can die. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Final verdicts. Take it away. Yeah, it's pretty good. You guys should check it out. I'd give it a seven. Seven? I liked it. It's different. Maybe like an eight. 
Yeah, I'm, I'll go 7.5 in the middle. A little less than <coughs> what we did last week for uh, Night of the Werewolf. 12. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> Night of the Werewolf. Yeah. Technically, in this episode, we talked about it. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. All right. Moving on. Oh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Assassin's Creed Black Flag. <laughs> Good game. I think it gets a little bit, because um, I'm 100 percenting it. It gets a little bit tedious towards the end. And there's a really grindy mobile part that I'm still playing, and it literally takes mm. 24 hours of real life time for a ship to travel to do a thing, and then I'm still waiting for that 24 <laughs> hours to end so I can finish the game. Uh, but um, pretty good game. I like pirates now. Aye aye. All I right. Like this. Now I'm going to do a bit of rapid fire news reactions. Firstly, uh, we had this is I think a week or two ago, but I just want to address it. Um, over in Carlton, which is where we may or may not be. All right. Over in Carlton, Carlton uh, which Banks. is in Melbourne, there is a pub, which was the Clyde Hotel. Yeah, right? Clyde Hotel. But they turned into a Netflix thing called the Who's Watch In, where they set up Netflix <laughs> stuff. You can't see, but Dio pointed to a little merch thing. Yeah. Ah. Um, I took pictures with stuff. Wall. Yeah. It's a what do you call them? Things? Coaster. Coaster. Coaster, yeah. What did you think of it, dear? It's cool. They had some, uh, yeah, they had some set pieces. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, it yeah. is. They had some set pieces, I assume, replicas uh, around the bar as uh, decoration. Mm. And it's like, people can look at it. The food was expensive, though. Expensive food. Free beer, though. Free beer, free beer. So, oh, taking off the price for the beer, was the food worth yeah. it? Yeah. Oh. Well, we split a thing, so it didn't cost Shared that much. Market. I still owe you 10 bucks. I didn't get pay you back. 10 bucks. That's not bad, like actually, if you got bucks. free beer. 18 bucks. And what do you get? How much do you get? A pint? A, a glass? No, not what do you even. Call no, like it a... was like a glass. It was like, yeah, like, yeah. like half a pint, which has a word for it. For a beer. Uh, ooh, schooner? No, that's not the word I was thinking of. But, uh, I don't know. I should know this stuff. I'm a bartender, dude. Yeah. All right. Expensive um, food, but uh, interesting set pieces. We got a bunch of shows in there. Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Outbreak High. Outbreak High. Emily in Paris. Who's in Paris? Jack and Melvin. Stranger Things. Good game. Dio and Carlton. Dio and Carlton. I'm not in Carlton. I'm just saying that's where the inn is, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. True, 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 true. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. We so overall, <laughs> display good. some pictures of us. Yeah. Hi, yeah. editor. Yeah. Dear. <laughs> Dear future. I Dear. wasn't a part of that. Yeah. Um, but you know what you are part of this piece of news. Ah. Uh, Hugh Jackman has is returning to Deadpool three. Oh my God. And I am in Deadpool four. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny cameo. That's a yes. exclusive right there. Um, exciting news. I don't think there's anything we. Just positive thoughts, right? I, yeah, I, I just yeah. want to see Deadpool fucking the shit out of Wolverine. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, branching off of that, actually. Um, what if Wolverine is just there, then he said the lines, fuck you, and then it's over? It could be. It could just be like, like that just movie. to fuck with That us, could yeah. just be the end. Yeah. That just could be the end scene where yeah. instead of Deadpool killing baby Hitler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or killing the old Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Um... The, uh, and we got a, like a release date for it, which was 2024, I think. Damn, two but years. then, today, this morning, 
we got a bunch of Marvel delays. So pretty much all of mm. Phase 6 is delayed by, like, mm. upwards of a year, I think. Huh. Damn. Um, I know Secret Wars is 2026 instead of 2025 now. Mm. Um, Why is it delayed? Uh, because of the Blade movie. They can't find a director. The director... Oh, sorry, this is news from, I think, last week, but I've probably no. forgot to cover it. The Blade um, production's in, like, production hell now, so, like, everything after it is oh. fucked as well, because they can't find a director. You should direct I was going to say, Marvel, I may have not hit done... Hit your boy up, yeah, hit your but, boy up. Um, I'm willing to... Willing, willing to, to work learn, for free yeah. as well. So I will work for fucking free. I will do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Blade, boy up, cool IP. Yeah. Um yeah, that's that stuff. Uh we'll just branch off and talk more Marvel. We had a new Black Panther trailer. Uh, um yes. we saw that. Cool. And okay. also the cast came out and said that we have not figured it all out when it comes to who the Black Panther is. Even though my initial suge um suggestion no, my thoughts are it's Shuri uh, it says on the Lego box. The Lego box. Like I got a Lego set. And um, just be bait. it came with a detachable head. It could be bait, though it is the suit from the trailer. Yeah. It's like the trailer is like it's a female in the trailer because mm. the way they the new design of the suit. Um, but maybe they'll do a thing where everyone kind of gets the black pant. They'll do a they'll pull a Shazam, you know, mm. where everyone, everyone gets the black panther suit. That's a a popular theory. We right are now. the black panther. We are the black panther. I'm good. The real Black Panther was the Wakanda Forevers we made along the way. Yeah. Real. Yeah. We also got an announcement for the community movie coming to oh, NBC's yeah. Peacock platform. That's pretty exciting, right? How about you pee at Michael? Moving on. <laughs> Why? All right. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Chevy Chase isn't coming back. I'm pretty sure he's the only cast member that's not returning. No. Uh, I'm not quite sure if they're going to include the season five and six characters. But um, definitely Donald Glover, Danny Pudi, I think his name is, uh, his character, um, Karen Gillan's the, yeah, and um, what's his name? This is the main cast. The main cast, you know, the, the original yeah. guys, I think, will be making a return if that one, with Dan Harmon set to write and direct, I think. Hey. Um, we also got a new movie trailer for a certain little Italian plumber. Yes. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Mm. Uh, the Mario movie trailer. Teaser. Teaser trailer. What do we guys, what, what do we think? Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Yahoo. I'm walking here. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Funny little. Hey. Why? Hey. I bada bing bada boom, where's the, the pizza? Oh I'm making God. the pizza. Yeah. I mean, Bowser was cool. Oh yeah, Jack Black. Black. Oh my great job. Yeah, that was a that was a fantastic scene. Like, yeah, straight up. And then you have fucking Chris Pratt. <laughs> we'll see. I don't oh, think it's enough to a make a full assessment of his thing, yeah. but um, there's a bit of a Brooklyn thing going yeah. on. But like, I feel like it's a very mild, Brooklyn. very pretty mild. Yeah. But like, we don't know. It's only well, it's a, sentence. a sentence. Yeah. Um, the animation looks fucking gorgeous. Animation. Mm -hmm. It looks really good. You know, minions call But Illuminations never, yeah, they made, yeah, yeah. It's, they never, they, they, yeah, they don't really do that animation. No, that's quality, like, mm -hmm. then. If it's minions, you know, it's quality. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, I think it, I think it looks good. And I, I have, 
optimism for the film. Oh, Toad. Toad good. Oh, yeah, and that's oh, yeah. um Keegan-Michael Key yeah, doing Mr. the voice. Keegan, yep. Love that man. Um, We got a bit of Luigi, didn't we? Oh, yeah, bit. with Charlie Day. Charlie Day. Sounds like Charlie. I wonder if he's going to talk about that in the podcast. <laughs> Maybe if he can get, I don't know, when the movie comes out. Yeah. But that, yeah. All right, um, that that's the, news? the end of our news segment, which Thank also God. means it is the end of our show. I think we wrapped it up at a pretty good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah so about our time. Bounce. Yeah. Bounce so, on um, your boys. Anyways. Love clap. Um, yeah, with that being said, thank you guys for listening in. Yes. Uh, another banging episode of the podcast. Yeah, you know what else is banging? <laughs> It's the end of the show, yeah. 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 Um, look for next week. We'll probably have a She-Hulk thing out. Yep. Um, I'll probably talk about Chainsaw Man. Do you watch that? Um, I was going to, but then I realized it's... I was literally awake at, like, but it was, t- like, um, airing at 3 a.m. You were awake, but you weren't awake. Yeah. Hmm. So There's, like, a big uh, Chainsaw Man uh, mural on Lonsdale. Huh? Oh. Yeah, you should check it out. I'll check it out, yeah. But I'll 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 give the first episode a watch and let you guys know what I think next mm. week. I might watch it then, since yeah. it's an episode. But more importantly, watch She Hulk. Yes. For the for very important. Sake. Yeah, yeah, I'll do also I'll do a bunch of quickies for a bunch of the movies I watched in the past week. Oh yeah, we'll yeah. we'll we'll collate and stuff like yep, that. Yep, yep. I also have a few. I watched like Gravity and stuff, which I'll talk about next week. Yeah. But um. Yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening in. Thank you. Thank you. Let's stick um, to the end. Yeah. If you did. Uh, give us a subscribe on Spotify. Give us a subscribe on YouTube. Yes, sir. Isn't a follow on YouTube? Just follow. Yeah. Spotify. Ah, whatever details. Yeah. Um, like, follow, subscribe. Do whatever. Give us you a five-star review. Yeah. On you. I don't, I and don't if you go on Apple Podcasts, maybe that, that's where yeah. you can leave a proper review on yeah. like, the episode, and we can read. I your don't know how to review on Spotify. Is that can like you a thing? You I don't think do? you can. Uh. At least not on the review app line or something. I know definitely that's what you use Apple yeah, Podcasts for, yeah, yeah. and you can read some funny reviews on yeah. podcast. Yeah, which wink, wink, maybe. I'm so thinking. We'll put it on yeah, there. as we, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah. Details for later. later. Later, later. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that's all. Yes. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye.